Welcome to a Mental Health Film Comment. This is Brian here with you. The 2012 film, The Hunger Games, is the dystopian science fiction thriller based on Suzanne Collins's 2008 novel, The Hunger Games. You will find some uh, movie fans who will mention the uh, film Battle Royale in relation to this. Um, in both cases, uh, but specifically with Hunger Games, a lot to say about mental health and a lot of the conversations we're, we're, we're having right now. Uh, joining us today to talk about uh, many of the, the films addressed in the film is Nat Schooler, a futuristic podcast host, international best-selling author, uh, empowering people to create and implement fresh ideas. Uh, now, thank you for being here today. I appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me. It's uh, it's my pleasure. Okay. Now, I, I do want to mention a couple of resources up front. I know um, for those listening, if, if you do need to, to reach out to anyone today, there are a couple different crisis text lines. In the U.S., you can text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741741. In the U.K., you can text SHOUT, S-H-O-U-T, to 85258. Depending upon where you are in the world, uh, check your local listings, as they say. Uh, now, thank you for uh, being here today. I, I appreciate it. Real pleasure. Real pleasure. Uh, uh, now, um, one of the reasons why I, I wanted to have you on is I, I've been noticing more and more, and I don't know why this is, but it seems like there is a taboo or walking on eggshells or whatever you want to call it about talking about faith and religion and spirit, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it in relation to mental health. And it, the, I, I just don't understand why there is that, you know, taboo around it in so many ways. I mean, it's something where logic would dictate that someone's faith would help them through a hard time, you know, particularly if they're dealing with bipolar, depression, anxiety, any number of different stuff going on. And yet there seems to be this, you know, hush, hush, can't talk about it. And um, so, so when I was talking with you, um, and you mentioned some things uh, off mic before we started, um, my, my face just started to light up. It's like, yes, this is what, this is what I'm talking about. Um, so, so that said, what, um, what, what set you on, on, on your journey into all of this, whether it's into um, your conversion or in, into the faith or, or your, your journey into to mental health and the, the, the life's purpose uh, work that you're doing, what, what sort of set, set you on your journey? Wow. Well, I think I will briefly address what you're saying. I mean, I think everyone, uh, there's, a, there's an air of political correctness around everybody right now, yeah? Everyone is afraid to stand up and say, well, actually, I believe in God, right? Like, people, people are afraid to do that. And, and, and that's, the biggest, that's the biggest sadness, um, I, I think, it, it, for me. Um, but I think also there's quite a lot of aggression around it because these are belief systems that we're, that we're in essence questioning, right? And I think when, when dealing with stress, you, you know, you, you, may not, you may not be a Christian or you may not believe in God or you, 
you, you, you may be at a turning point or you may not even know that you're at a turning point, right? But certainly for me, being able to actually pass my problem over, right, to, to Christ, yeah, and say, look, I need you to help me here. I like, I can't do this on my own. Right. And it gives you, it gives you um, the most amazing support, like confidence. And, and, and like, I never even really realized that until, until I had a, I had a massive, massive issue. Like I, basically I was, I was out in Spain and, and I was, and I moved out there for, for like, um, I was thinking permanently. Right. But but what happened was, is that um, I made a series of bad decisions. I, I was I was doing some work for IBM at the time. They hired me to write uh, blogs for this uh, blog that they had. Right, they were paying me some good money, and you know, I, it was like fulfilling my life's dream, right? Or I so I thought, yeah. And you know, Seth Godin had written written some of these blogs, and I was involved in in this in this kind of really amazing community right and they flew me to Las Vegas and I heard Will Smith speak and that was just it was amazing right like it just blew my mind to pieces yeah but unfortunately like I spent all my money ran out of money I ended up getting the ferry back home uh, putting all my belongings back in my jeep and, and jumping on the on the boat um and I had a vision of Jesus while I was while I was on the boat. I drank a whole bottle of wine and I had fallen asleep on this on this bench on, uh, at the top of the ferry and no one was around. And and I remember looking over my shoulder because I kind of felt like a presence there. Right. And and then there was Jesus like it was it, it, he, he appeared to me as basically like I would say I would say nine feet tall um, bearded uh Jesus I mean it, it was no one else right like yeah, it, it was yeah. it was clear who it was but the thing was is that his presence was so powerful um and I was so scared that I literally just turned the other way and faced faced back against the the the, the wall I said leave me alone I can't cope with this this is you frightened me to death kind of yeah. thing and let me let me go to sleep yeah because I, yeah. I can't deal with this right now yeah um and then, and then, and then I basically uh, ended up back in England, um, and I moved moved to a place very close to um, my girlfriend's house, right? And she she was a she was a Christian. Uh, she was a black belt, black belt kickbox, full contact kickboxing, karate, and combat jujitsu uh, instructor. Yeah, so but absolutely stunning, and also a beautician as well. Yeah. <laughs> So an electrotherapist, so stunning woman, lovely woman, yeah. Um, but she kind of taught me taught me quite a lot actually, and kind of helped me to understand a bit more about about God and and about you know all these kind of things. But what what was very strange and 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 really fundamental in my conversion um, to believe in believe in God again um, after what twenty five years of or thirty years of being an atheist, right, or a spiritualist, yeah, you know, believe in the higher power or whatever you want to call yeah. it, right, universal connection between people, you know, like whatever you want to call it, right, yeah. but it wasn't like there's God and there's Jesus and that's how I'm doing it and this is how what you need to know, so one day, I never forget it, I, I basically broke the door lock on her front door, right, 
and my my phone was in the in the house um and the back door i had locked the back door because i was kind of security conscious so what i get was this crazy mad woman uh, throwing me a bottle of water a big bottle of water um uh, and saying you you need to phone someone here's a phone and um i'll be back later with the kids if the locksmith comes and fix the door fixes the door right and you need to get the money to to pay for this so i was like at, at that point i was absolutely i wasn't terrified because like i've been doing martial arts for longer than her yeah so i'm not i wasn't terrified right yeah. but i was it was the situation that broke me yeah it was the sheer the sheer understanding of actually I was in such a tight squeeze that I really didn't know what to do. So, uh, and she said, if I'm not back and the locksmith doesn't come, you can sleep in your car. And I had a car, it was a two door Mazda convertible, right? Mark one MX five. It was cool with the flip up lights. And, yeah, you know, yeah. It was a cool car, right? Yeah. Um, but you can't sleep in there comfortably. Keyword comfortably. You, I mean, yeah. you can sleep in there, right? Yeah. But not, not, not comfortably. Exactly. No. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I basically I went out onto the the moors, which is in Dartmoor, which is um, uh, Dartmoor is where um, uh, the Hound of the Baskervilles um, story comes from, and the movie actually was shot, I believe, some of it on Dartmoor, and. I don't know if you've if you've if you've heard that story. Very famous, uh, very famous story. The Hound of the Baskerville. Uh, the Sherlock Holmes story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's in the middle of nowhere, and I basically I took a walk, and I remember I had this very thin jacket on, and it was it was pretty cold, right? I was pretty yeah. cold, and I and I and I went for a walk, and I basically just sat down uh, on the grass um, and cried, right? Um, and and I prayed, I prayed to God um, uh, for the first time in, I don't know how many, how many decades, right? Um, and I said, look, I said, why are you, why are you hurting me like this? Like, what, what have, what have I done um, to, to make this happen to me? And, and I heard these words in my head saying, it, it very clearly it said, um, you are deeply selfish and until you change, this is going to keep happening to you. Right. So at that point, I really couldn't take it anymore. I was, I was, I was, I was really at the edge of, of my, uh, what I could cope with. Right. And, and then at that point I realized that I knew no one's phone numbers. I didn't even know my mother's phone number. Right. I didn't even know anyone's phone numbers. And, and, and I was like, well, how am I going to get out of this? So I just, I sat there. Um, and I didn't even get an answer from, from God or, or Jesus. I, I literally just got this, uh, this vibration. It, it felt like it was kind of like silence of, all right, prove it was kind of the message. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you were to put words on it. Right. So at that point I was like, I was, I was broken, didn't know anyone, uh, anyone's number. Um, and, I, and I was like, oh, wow, okay. So, so then I basically um, waited and waited and waited. And eventually the, the locksmith came 
I went indoors to the house. The lock got fixed. Um, I got some money from somewhere um, and I paid him and everything started to get better. It didn't, it didn't uh, improve immediately because I had a real hardening of the heart. Yeah. So I was very, very selfish and uncaring um, towards other people. Yeah. And so I had kind of been through um, a lot of grief, a lot of stress and a lot of lessons and tests, which some of them I've, I had failed. If I had passed the tests, I would never have been sitting there going through that. Right. Yeah. Um, and that was the beginning. That was the real, roughly the, the beginning um, of, of my conversion, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know for those who are going through, through a rough time, you know, whatever the situation, whatever the, um, you know, whether it's depression or, or whatever it may be, it, life can often feel like the, the, the world depicted in the Hunger Games, where, where you have to go out every day and fight to the death for, for, for a prize. And I would imagine that having that, that, that faith is something that does, you know, that, that is an antidote to that feeling of when you walk out, there's no feeling of like having to fight to the death to anyone. Well, there is still a real impatience to, to fix your life. Yeah. True. And um, whilst, whilst you've, you've got that helping hand, you still can't, you can't say, well, okay, well, he's going to do it all for me because this is the biggest problem that I've got with new age spirituality and, and, and these, these coaches out there, right? Yeah. A lot of them, they just, they basically just get paid every time to come and tell you that it's okay. It's all right, Brian, you don't need to yeah. worry. You don't have any money next month to pay yeah. the bills, but really you shouldn't worry about it. Everything's yeah. going to be fine. And you just relax and, and yeah. do nothing. And this yeah. is, this is rife. Um, it, it, it's a, it's a kind of thing. Oh, well you connect with your vibration, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and you find your purpose in life and then everything's going to be fixed. Yeah. But you know what? It isn't like that yeah it, it it's it, and, and that's what and that's what really kind of annoys me about about the whole coaching world and 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 the therapy yeah because like i know i know britain's leading hypnotist yeah and he has this thing about hypnotherapists he, he dislikes hypnotherapists yeah um and a lot of coaches have that mentality of, well, it'll be all right. I'll, I'll, I'll just get a few clients like this and I'll just keep taking money from them for the next 20 years. And, and, and you know, and if they get results or not, does it matter? Right. Yeah. And, and, and unfortunately, that is rife because it's not about it's not about you as in the person who needs the help it's about them and what they need from you right yeah and 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 i'm glad you mentioned that because when i'm doing the podcast i want to be sure that the people i'm bringing on are adding value and are bringing info and the what you're describing as far as that that industry for lack of a, for lack of a better word i don't think i've had too many on, on the show you know, when I think about it, <laughs> um, the ones that I have had on the show, they were very specifically talking about something other than, 
you know, whether it's, you know, personal experience or whatnot. But now that you mentioned that, I think if people are going looking in the archive for any past episodes, I know there are some guests too, but it has not been, a, it has really not been, been a lot. It really hasn't. So right, right. something that I, I really resonate with is um, being sure that people are hearing something that they're not hearing elsewhere. Right. Very much so. So when, when all of this kind of came, came together, was only quite recently yeah because it's almost it's almost like in life you kind of in the church right let me give you an example in the church they say well you know you need to get other people to become christian or you need to encourage people or you need to find your purpose right and yeah. we hear this don't we from you know like simon sinek yeah from from all of these leaders yeah we we hear this uh, encouragement if you've got to find your purpose in life right and yeah. my purpose is very simple is to help people much like you to help people to get over life's roadblocks and whatever is stopping them right but it isn't it isn't that I'm a coach and I'm selling that it's that that's my purpose in life right like to give that away yeah and 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 I think once you once you find that it is like it's like everything in your life becomes meaningful. And all of these, all of these things that um, you've been working on just seem to get to a point of success. So, and then you talk to other people and they're like, well, that's my purpose too. And then, and then like, I'm, I'm working with the most amazing coach right now and, and we're building, um, we're building a, a product to help coaches to become better coaches. Yeah. And, and we're launching that in the next in the next few weeks, right? But it's like I would never have, have been able to even have a sensible conversation with her until I'd got to the point of understanding what my purpose is. Because then she's like, Well, that's my purpose too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then and then that's where the magic happens is when you when you when you build um, something with someone with a similar purpose or a very closely aligned purpose. <laughs> different skills that's when life becomes just so much more fun and enjoyable really. well what um and you, you're mentioning purpose i know that there may be some people listening today who just are not going to get out of bed today it's just it's just not happening you know i i've been there i know i'm sure you've been there some days yep. um what would you say for, for those who are just in that place where you know snowball's chance to be out of bed today um, in, in terms of anything that they can do to help find that that purpose well start where you are that's the most important thing and don't think too big right for example yeah if you have an elderly relative yeah and just look after them help them yeah if you have a, 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 a kid right just spend more time with them. Yeah. There's something at the moment which you enjoy doing, which is closer to your purpose than not having one. Right. So, I mean, I'm writing about this in my, in my, in my third book that I'm writing and it's, it's basically to move towards that place of happiness. Right. You've got to start where you are and just, yeah. just don't, like everyone has it, right? Like we we all wait for money to arrive, right? We all yeah. 
um, you know, like sometimes money comes late when you work for yourself, right? And, you know, you might be a consultant or you might, you might not, not even have a job, yeah? Mm-hmm. But, you know, society is is set up so that you should be okay right and mm-hmm. and just reach out to people right e- even if they calm your brain down just for half an hour when you when you when you talk to them mm-hmm. that's going to make you feel slightly better mm-hmm. and you may be able to move forward i mean you know I, I i've been like stressed out of my mind before where all i can think about is the problem that i have right and it's not easy, you know. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. And and I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I, like I said, I, I want to be sure that you know everyone's heard and, and and acknowledged whatever they're going through. And with what you just said right now, if if there's someone out there who the one thing that you you feel productive today is listening to this podcast and hearing that talk, I'm proud of you, and 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 you did good today. Um, you know, I think that that would be a true statement, right? I mean, that would be, yeah. <laughs> that would, that would be a, yeah. that would be a good thing to accomplish today would be yeah. hear, hearing what you have to say. And, and just the, the, the re, re, uh, reminder that they're, they're not alone and there are, there are people rooting for them. I I, I would say that's, that's a, a pretty good thing to accomplish for a day, even if that's the one thing that they do today, I would say. So, um, absolutely. I, I, I think that is, um, very very worth uh you know mentioning and and reminding people of yeah you know and also to to give some more value to people who are listening right it's like every single thing that happens to you if it's not working how you want it to work (laughs) there is a lesson there like and all you need to do is take a piece of paper right and 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 think about it like you might not be able to, and this is the, this is what I've come to realize. Yeah, is that the stress that you might be going through, like you might be a, two weeks late on your rent, a month late on your rent, right? Or you might not even have fifty bucks to to to, to buy any food, or you you know, like these are the kind of problems that people face, right? Mm-hmm. But no matter where you are, there is hope. Yeah, there is hope, right? Awesome. And it just takes it just takes a little bit of time for you to get over that stress once the money arrives because money is mainly it is a big big stress for people yeah Correct. at the moment in particular right obviously it could be other things it, it could be health it could be family it could be but like i mean i i've got a friend who lost her mother yeah her mother was her only person in her world yeah. Yeah. i mean she lived with her right she's 30 yeah. 31 years old yeah. she lost her mother like I think it was last last March, yeah? Mm-hmm. And she's been through such a trauma, right? That it's she's like, well, I'm gonna get a job, but that job, I just want it to just be a simple job, just an easy job, just like a, a job where I can just just be and just think and just take my time. And but it's like if you're struggling to get out of bed, right? It's okay. Like Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's it all right, yeah? yeah. Like if we didn't have the, the the bad points in our lives, yeah, how would we help others? That's the first question, right? Exactly. And then and then how would we appreciate the good things in life? Like it, it, we we wouldn't, yeah. Exactly. So so like it's it's just a it's just a it's painful at the time when you're when you're in it, and 
the stress might be almost unmanageable. Believe me, yeah, I like like you, Brian. I like I've yeah. been I've been through these things, yeah. and I think until you develop that compassion for other people, you're still going to go through these things. And that's yeah. the lesson that I that I've learned yeah. is that without developing compassion and empathy and and actually sympathy towards other yeah. people's situations. Yeah the pain that you're feeling is going to, con- you're going to continue probably on that journey until you turn around and go, well, huh. So yeah. now I understand what that's like for yeah. other people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, towards the, the start of the show, you had made reference to the, the, the world we live in right now and where there are people who will often get offended at whatever, whatever they want, will want to get offended about. Now, the, the thing that offends me is when people don't have the empathy that you're talking about, when they don't have the compassion, when there are people who are ripping on people who are taking their meds or, or, or not taking their meds, that's the case maybe because I know recovery won't look the same for everyone. Um, when there's people who are ripping on people for what their recovery looks like, that's that's what offends me. But when when people want to talk about faith, when they want to talk about purpose, when they want to talk about uh, Jesus, that's not something that really offends me. It's 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 no. just not. And I think, in many ways, the whole thing about staying in your own lane, you know, that that's saying about, you know, if, if there's folks who are atheists, you know, Christian, whatever. Um, I'm I'm totally cool with people talking about their their, their faith or, or or however that may look in their lives as well. If the faith looks like, you know, the the new age woo woo stuff, fine. If if the faith looks, you know, more more Christian orthodoxy, you know, equally fine. And um, so I'm very happy that that, that, that you're you're here with us today. Um, because like I said, I, I, I think that's where a lot of recovery is going to come from, having those open discussions, having those open dialogues where, where you're not treated like, hush, hush, you can't talk about that. You know what I mean? I, I, I think yeah. that having that open dialogue and, and open discussion, and if people are, are atheist and you know agnostic or, or whatever and are listening to this going, okay, well, <laughs> I, it, you know, one thing I wanted to point out is that you're, you're not doing any Bible thumping. No, I'm not. So. <laughs> I've got a story. <laughs> but I have, got, I have yeah. got a really cool, I've got a yeah. really cool story, yeah. So, yeah. so basically, after I moved back from Spain, yeah, um, I, I had a podcast show and I had a business partner and we were running this podcast show and we were trying to launch an online training product and, and it didn't work because the yeah. timing wasn't right and I, I didn't, I wasn't in the right place right for, for that to work, yeah. So I was standing in my bathroom and I was washing my hands after, after the bar, going to the bathroom, right? And I hear these words in my head saying, you must start another podcast, right? And this was, I, this is an absolute true story. This yeah. is in 2018, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, October or yeah. September. And I was like, okay, okay, I'll start a podcast. So I had a website already and I, I, I had some old episodes from when I interviewed some really cool people. Yeah. So I dug out one of the episodes. This guy has been, a, he's absolutely solid for me. Yeah? He's, he's basically, he, he, he merged two companies together um, and sold it for 2.8 billion US dollars. Yeah. Right. 
So, you know, we're talking about someone who's shared the stage with Bill Clinton. I didn't even realize that yeah, until the yeah. other day. He's shared yeah. the stage with Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In a panel, right? So, so I, I dug this episode out and I put it on my podcast and I, and, and I took a breath and I was like, oh, that's a relief. I've done it now. I've launched a podcast. So in my head, I heard these words saying, you're not working hard enough. Right? And it sounded like my dad. Okay. And my dad's American. He went to MIT. And since I was a kid, I, I, he's made me feel like a failure, right? Because he went to MIT. He's got, you know, his dad went to MIT, like they're engineers, right? So yeah. I, he's like, well, you've got to go to school and you've got to get this and you've got to do that. And, and like, that was really, really tough for me, right? So, so I heard these words saying, you're not working hard enough, right? Back to what I was saying. And and, and then I was like, okay, okay, I'll work harder. So I, um, I then created uh, another six episodes to launch before Christmas 2018, yeah? So I did six episodes and we're talking about with full transcriptions of eight to 12,000 words per episode. We're talking, um, you know, editing the audio and, you know, whatever, right? I had to get my sister to do the voiceover. I got the music and she's a professional voiceover artist and actress and whatever. So I got all this done and then I launched one episode per day for a week, six days, right? One per day, okay? And this was hard. This was so tough. You know what it's like, you know, releasing one. You think one per day for six days, yeah? Yeah. Right? And so then it got to Christmas um, 2018. And I was like, oh, it's such a relief. I can take some time off. And, and then I heard these words in my head saying, no, you can't. You need to go and cook your dad Christmas dinner and you can have three days off and you need to get back to work and you need to do exactly the same thing again when you go back in January, when everyone hits the streets in January to go back to work. So sure enough, yeah. I listened to the voice, yeah. And I launched six more episodes, one per day, eight to 12 or 14,000, some of them words, transcriptions, right? So yes, they were, they were printed off by the computer, but I had to edit them. It wasn't like, oh, here you go. So then it got to the Wednesday of the first week back in January. And I had the world's largest ebook publishing company uh, approach me, right? The lady had seen my posts on LinkedIn about podcasts and the topics that I was covering fitted with what they were launching, which was a whole series of expert talks. Right. So I arranged a call and she said, um, okay, so, um, you know, we'd like you to help us and we'd like you to do this and blah, blah. I said, okay, so you give me $20,000 pounds. Yeah. And she said, no. not gonna happen <laughs> she said no so 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 she asked the, the 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 ceo right and then and then she went quiet for like a week and i was like shoot i hope i haven't lost this because like it sounds really interesting yeah. so then she came back on a call with me and i yeah. said so who are your clients yeah? yeah she said uh kpmg Lidl, uh banks pharmaceuticals engineering yeah. firms um the government and this and i was like muted my microphone right i swear to you 
we're not on we're not on video right and i was yeah. literally screaming at the top of my lungs yeah. in my rented uh, apartment yeah. um and 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 i and i said well so you know how much is this going to pay me and she said well we're going to pay you every every 6 months for the life of the content that you create uh-huh. um a, a percentage of of sales right yeah, because yeah. we have these these companies pay us monthly and and they're based on downloads and this is what it is so i um so i followed followed the advice and and i was just i just thought well actually it doesn't really excite me doing one episode or didn't excite me right <laughs> So in my head, I was like, well, I tell you what, I'll do a hundred episodes for you. Okay. And I got all these topics, uh, which are all evergreen topics. They're never going to go out of fashion. People are going to want to listen to this stuff for the next 30 years. Yeah. Whatever. As long as that platform is alive, this content will be listened to. Right. And um, yeah. And I, and I just got my royalty payment for oh. my six months and it went up since the last one. Yeah? So, it, so, it, so it did happen then. So it happened. Very good. And I, I've been Very paid good. every six months since cool. I did that. Cool. Um, and it's gone up every six months. And I, and I'm sitting here now, 2021 uh-huh. on my, what are we? We're, we are, this is probably my fourth, fifth payment. I think uh-huh. cool. that I've received. Cool. Very um, cool. And without that money, yeah. I would not be able to have gone on my road trip last year across yeah. Europe. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like it's changed my entire life listening to that advice. Yeah? yeah. So it doesn't matter what you're doing right now. If you're sitting there and you're in bed and you're depressed and you can't get up and you're crying and you're drinking and you're smoking weed and you're doing drugs, whatever it is, I really don't care. It's your problem. Yeah. yeah. But trust that whatever inspiration you feel for doing something positive, even if it's have a walk around the block, yeah, just get on with it and do it. Because the longer you sit there and do nothing, yeah, yeah, the longer the pain is going to happen for, and it's going to continue. Because if you don't help yourself, no one is going to help you. Seriously. That's my attitude. I could be wrong, but that's, that's how I feel. I, I hear you. And, and I just want to clarify, I know there might be some people who've heard and you, and you, you weren't insulting them. You, you were, you were very I'm clear. I'm trying about, to encourage them. Yeah. So I just wanted to clarify it. I didn't hear anything insulting or whatnot. So I just wanted to clarify because what, because the tone of what you're saying was the, the behaviors, not the specific scenario, but, but the behaviors. Yeah. If I heard you correctly. Yeah. Um, so that, that's, I think is what, 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 what do you, what do you, um, what I heard. Totally. <laughs> I, just, I always, I always like to, I always like to be the, uh, like the chaperone mom sort of podcast host. <laughs> you know, if there's someone who feels like a guest said something that someone takes offense to, I always just clarify what it is. Or, you know what I mean? I, I would rather, yeah. I would rather be overly cautious than get hate mail from people because yeah. you're, you're not ripping on people who are like, cause just, just a few minutes prior, you know, we had agreed that, that they're not alone. So the, so, so just by virtue of that, you. you're not ripping on people. <laughs> you, you, you are specifically describing the exterior yeah. behaviors of what's going on. So I just want yeah. to well, clarify what, what you, you know, like I said to you before we came on here, right? Like yeah. I'm like, all right, I might coach a few people just yeah. as a personal thing. Yeah. Right. But like, I'm not, I'm not officially a coach. It's not my business, um, you know, and 
I just want people to move beyond this, right? Like a very good friend of mine killed himself, yeah? yeah. Um, and, and, the, and the reason he killed himself was money, right? And he didn't yeah. even tell anyone that this is what he was going through. He didn't tell anyone because he was actually so caring. He just asked other people about themselves. So, you know, I really hope that if you are going through something really bad, that you just reach out to someone. It, you know, they may not give you any money, right? They yeah. they may they may send you fifty bucks for PayPal, right? Or they may invite you to stay, yeah. But reach out to someone, yeah. and 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 like whoever it is, it could be anyone. It could be someone on Facebook you've never met in the real world, right? Yeah. But reach out to them, and they'll talk to you, right? Like that's, yeah. and because that will calm your mind just enough for you to maybe do take some action that will help you, you know? Correct. And one thing and actually I did want to clarify on that point is if you ever heard that term, like it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Um, I've had, and, and I would put you in, in this scenario as well. I've had guests who, when they, when they, speak when they speak and say something when you first hear it it's like wait did they just say <laughs> it's like yeah they did but it's the way this way that you're stating it because i don't hear any i don't hear any malice in your voice i don't hear any vindictiveness no. i don't hear i don't hear anything but um empathy and uh, and compassion for those going through a hard time so i just i just want, wanted wanted to clarify that um, again, being the, you know, the, the overly <laughs> toting chaperone Bob sort of podcast is, it is, it is, you know, the words we use, obviously, but also how we say the words. So I just want, want to emphasize that, you know, the two are not the same thing. <laughs> so if, you know, it, it's how, so I just want, wanted to, to clarify that, um, like I said, to, to both, you know, prevent getting hate mail as well as <laughs> to prevent people from ripping <laughs> on you as far as like that you can't be too careful these days you know Very and, true. And, you know it's somewhat of a wild west mentality out in you know the world wide web so i would rather take an extra you know because I, I had someone on like when i when i first uh probably maybe three four or five months ago and you know the thing that you say ne never to say you don't pull yourselves up by the bootstraps never to say someone who i had on and she was from a ministerial background, um, interesting enough, had said, almost, not that that phrase, but something along that lines. And she was kind of being sarcastic in the manner, which kind of like by being sarcastic, you're kind of ironically contradicting that sentiment. So right. as soon as she said it, I said, oh, wait, but you mean, you mean this, right? And she goes, yeah. So this being a perfect example right now. So um, and, I just, and I just, I just, sorry to interrupt, Brian. I, I literally, I just want people to, to, to not just sit there and do nothing like that's that's the biggest message that they can take away from from sure. this yeah and you must be inspired to do something even if it's to read a book or even if it's to listen to another podcast or yeah. like even I mean some of the podcasts that I did with Stanley Tucci and and Michael Tobin and stuff like I mean, the one with Stanley Tucci is is absolutely fantastic. He is yeah, a definite who, who, definite tie into Hunger Games too, because yeah, yeah, key, yeah, key character in, in Hunger Games, and he's Stanley Tucci is great. Yeah, he is yeah. one of the best. But but what's really interesting is 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 like I mean, he sat there and, and talked to me and and Michael for 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 kind of um, about half an hour. He's a friend of Michael's, yeah. And uh, they they live in London, right? So yeah. Um, and he's very interested in cooking and, and, and things like this, right? But he's such a humble, humble, caring person, right? Mm -hmm. And 
and I and I and what I what I really picked up from from the interview that I did was it doesn't matter what success you've achieved in your life, right? You could be sitting there like him, and you could you could be in your nice William Eames chair, and you and you and you've and you've you've done ninety plus movies. Um, they stopped counting when they got to ninety three. Michael Tobin and him, they were trying to work it out, right? And but we're not. It's so crazy. True. Yeah. But we're not talking about just starring in them. We're talking yeah. producing, directing, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like many different involvements with many movies, right? But the thing is, yeah. is that there were two things that I, because I li I've listened to this five, six times because it's so inspirational, yeah? yeah? And Stanley actually says that no matter what he's achieved, yeah, he has always wanted more. And there's always uh, something yeah. else that he's striving yeah. to work towards. Yeah? yeah. And, and, and I found that really, really interesting to, yeah. to continue that hunger that you have when you might even not be able to get out of bed yeah. all the way through your working career True. to when you're mega successful to still have that, which I thought was very interesting. Mm -hmm. Second Definitely. thing was, is that, I don't think he's turned down that many roles in his life, right? And yeah. and and when he started acting, because he's Italian, right? So yeah. when he started acting, right, they, the only roles that he could get were like gangsters or like, you know, like dodgy policemen and stuff, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, bent policemen is what we, bent coppers, yeah. that's what we call them <laughs> yeah. in England, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and he took those roles and look where he came through and he got to the Hunger Games and that just made him like mega famous, even with this funny wig and yeah, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, but like, even in even in that, you can still see some him as a person. You can still see that spirit sure. kind of shining through. It's very interesting. Sure. Oh, ab absolutely. So, so definitely a, a lot to take home with um, Hunger Games. And, and this is cool because, and I think I think you know the the podcast was originally set up to be like a like a commentary track. And wouldn't this be cool if people are watching the Hunger Games and listening to this as like the commentary track for the DVD? <laughs> I mean, how cool would that be to get like an extra wow. boost of like purpose and inspiration? And um, I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> but um, yeah, so as as we wind down, I did want to mention um, a few more resources uh, for everyone out there. I know that there is. Mental Health America, MHANational.org. There's uh, also NAMI, National Alliance on Mental Illness. Uh, as people have mentioned, MaddenAmerica.com. Uh, and, and yet there's also uh, NatSchooler.com as well. People can learn more about the, the, the work uh, you're doing. Um, yeah, there's well. that. And you can, find, you can find links to all the podcasts from there. Um, the Stanley Tucci episode, I will drop you the link for, so you can yeah. pop it in the show notes because it was a one, it was a wonderful episode, cool. um, and that site has only got twenty episodes on because it's like a, we, we just we parked it for a little while, yeah, uh, because we're sort of focusing on some other ones, you know. Cool, good deal. Well, well, thank you so much for, for being here today. I appreciate it. This is this has been I've, awesome. I've really enjoyed it, and <laughs> and thank you so much, Brian, and thanks to everyone for listening and. Um, you know, feel free. You want to reach out to me on um, email via my website. Um, you know, always happy to kind of help point you in the right direction of a, of a resource. If there is one that I have that might kind of help you get over something. Right. Um, because so many people I speak to have been there 
and move beyond it. And, you know, if you're, if you're sitting there and you're stuck, just don't, don't lose hope. Yeah. Because there's a lesson in everything. You know? Absolutely. And remember, you're, you're not alone. And like I said, if, 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 if listening to us today is the one productive thing you do today, you know, I, I'm proud of you and, 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 and you did good today. So, um, but again, thanks everyone for, for listening and um, talk, talk to you next, stay safe and uh, talk, talk to you next time. Uh, bye.